Hey guys, welcome back to the Rock and Ramble podcast. I am Victoria. I'm Andrea. And today we're going to be talking about the band, drumroll, heart. Oh, heart. (laughs) (laughs) I guess this is what we were talking about when we said we're not musically talented. Our timing (laughs) is terrible. Atrocious. Imagine us trying to keep a beat together. (laughs) Like... Wouldn't oh work. Gosh. This is why so, I'm not a good dancer either. <laughs> this explains so much about our lives. <laughs> We're going to talk about Heart, the band most known as some of the original female rockers mm-hmm. of their generation. And they released albums from the mid 70s all the way up to 2012. Oh, wow. So they were, they spanned quite a few decades. Yeah. And they originally started and I, I feel like they're most known as Nancy Wilson and Ann Wilson, the two sisters. Mm-hmm. But originally they weren't in the band at all. The band was formed by four guys, Howard Lease, Michael DeRozier, Steve Fawson, and Roger Fisher. And they were the ones who began the band in nineteen sixty seven in Seattle, Washington. And they had before they settled on Heart, they had named themselves the Army. Then they changed that to Hocus Pocus, which kind of would have been cool. And White Heart. And then finally, they were like, man, let's not use White Heart. Let's just be Heart. (laughs) And the interesting thing is that this all started like they formed because they put an ad in the paper for a lead singer. Like these guys knew they wanted to be a band and they were just, you know, ready to rock, but they didn't have a good lead singer. Mm -hmm. So they put an ad in the paper and Ann Wilson saw it and was like, oh, I want to do that. (laughs) And she got her start in music when she would sing as a young girl, her and her sister Nancy, who's four years younger than her, they were singing like in church choir and stuff like that when they grew up. And it became like really important to Anne to sing because she used to have a really bad stutter. But when um, she would sing, it was gone. So that was like, I, I feel like that would be a big deal to anybody probably, especially mm-hmm. if you have a great singing voice. It's just like, if that's where you feel... A little more comfortable confident in the way you speak then i mean you'd probably be singing like as much as you can and with a voice like hers who wouldn't <laughs> yeah it's interesting uh a lot of these bands did get their starts and find their members through putting out ads i've noticed that right. like so many have put out ads for oh we need a drummer we need a guitar player and it's mm-hmm. just they get auditions from people answering ads. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so her younger sister, Nancy, um, she got a guitar when she was much younger. And she she's really sweet. Um, she calls it like kind of like her first boyfriend because she was like, I took it everywhere with me. And I was like, I took it to bed with me. It wasn't very comfortable. <laughs> but she was just like always... Um, playing and practicing and it became like a big obsession for her but she wasn't in the band as soon as Anne was it was first Anne okay and so when they decided to become a band Roger who is the guitarist for the band he had an older brother who was around named Michael and he was a draft dodger he was trying to avoid getting drafted so he was kind of like hiding out and all this and and like she basically says like love at first sight like obsessed so they become a thing and 
they're kind of touring, doing little like local clubs and Anne's the lead singer for the band. And she's the, the whole time trying to get Nancy to join. She's like, hey, you know, this is really fun. You don't have to join the band, but I want you to at least come listen. And I think she probably was like, oh, she's going to want to join. But <laughs> Nancy was in college in Oregon and Nancy was like, no, I want to, you know, figure this stuff out and all that well, she ended up kind of giving in and convinced her, like, come up here and I want you to hear the band. Mm. So Nancy does. And the weird thing, I, I think it's weird. <laughs> and I, I also watched behind the music about this. And I was like, oh, God, this just sounds like by today's standards, just like ultra creepy. Yeah. So Nancy comes up, meets the band and Roger. OK, so Anne and Michael are dating now, right? Mm-hmm. Michael's not part of the band. He's Roger's brother. Roger, who is right. in the band, the guitarist, is like immediately attracted to Nancy. And on it, she's like super innocent on the behind the music. And and his voice, like, he just sounds kind of creepy to me now. But um, she's like, yeah, he was just chasing me from the beginning. And then, and his version is like, oh, and then one day she finally let me kiss her. And her story is like, I gave in, he wore me down and like, I guess, and it just sounded like terrible. So now these two sets of, of brothers and sisters are dating. Yep. And it it just is weird to me. That's just so strange to me. So they're dating and as the band is like starting to take off. Mm-hmm. So they start, keep touring, they get signed with the label and everything. And every band, I feel like, has label drama like i did i guess i didn't realize before like how often just shitty things happen to these bands when they sign not knowing or you know who who can really tell especially at a young age what to look for in a music contract or you know all these things but they had a lot of drama with their label and right when they got like fired from one of their little club gigs they got hired to tour with rod stewart and so it was like That was kind of like their, in a way, their breakthrough. Yeah. So they figured out that their songs were being played on the radio and they didn't know until Uh. they opened in Canada with Rod Stewart and in, sorry, the, the songs were being played on the radio in Montreal. And so they come out thinking they're this little unknown band and the crowd has like their lighters out and singing all their songs and they were like what like what happened here so that i thought that was like just a really cool thing um to have happen like one of course everybody wants to be a hit right away Mm -hmm. but they didn't think they were and then all of a sudden they're like whoa everybody knows the songs like everybody's a fan like that would be so neat yeah so two things there um what's really funny is you were talking about how, like, the two brothers dating the two sisters is kind of like a weird mm-hmm. thing, right? Um, yeah. I don't know if they stayed together. You'll probably tell us about that. But um, fun fact, my <laughs> my grandma, my mom's mom, and her sister actually married two brothers. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> my grandma and my grandpa got married, and my Aunt Emma and my Uncle Bill got married and those are two brothers and two sisters (laughs) oh my gosh that's funny uh obviously that was quite a bit of time before heart (laughs) um (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just something funny whenever you were talking about that. I was like, oh, that's like my my grandma and grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry. And then the second no part. No harm. <laughs> it's really not that weird, guys. <laughs> no. Because <I'm> <laughs> um, my family does too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, no, the second thing I was going to say is that um, whenever you were talking about like how they didn't know their songs were playing on the radio, that reminded me of the movie That Thing You Do. Remember Oh, um, when they hear themselves that... on the radio for the first time and like how excited they yeah. get? I was like, what a cool experience that would have been. It's so different nowadays um, yeah. with like all the digital media, but um you know, hearing, being a band and getting your song on the radio used to be, like, such a really big like deal. the... Major yeah. deal. Like, the you've O-Neaters. made it. Yeah, the O'Neaters. Yeah. Such a good yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, okay, so back to Heart real quick. Um, yeah. So, one of my favorite songs, like, uh, like, probably just top songs ever, is Magic Man. Oh, yeah. And... That song was written about Michael Fisher, the older brother of the guitarist that Anne was in love with. And the mom, the Wilson sister's mom was like, okay, so we did talk about like, you know, why are you, you know, shacking up with him? But it didn't quite go down like the song. And so the mom was just like, "Mm," didn't quite happen like that. But I, oh, that song, that song is just incredible. What's lyrics the sound of it all of it for some reason that what? song always makes me think of practical magic the movie with sandra bullock mm. is that movie that's nicole kidman too right yeah nicole kidman and sandra bullock is that song in that movie i don't, I don't know i don't know I if mean... it's just because it's about magic <laughs> and like <laughs> scorned lovers or uh, yeah it just yeah, i don't know it's but... such a cool or I love when a song is like a story yeah. more like or it like kind of sounds like it could could have been like a snippet from a movie or a book or, you know, maybe that's I, I think it. that's yeah. really cool. It makes it more relatable, I think. Yeah, but it just, oh, man, it's just such a cool lyric. And to for me, I think one writing songs has to be so hard and putting it to a catchy melody and all that. But this was like on their debut album, like just right off the bat, this is on there. And it's oh, like, wow. That is incredible to just have that immediately and not be coming from like a seasoned writer who's been in the game for, you know, X amount of years or like knows exactly what to write for it to be like catchy or whatever. Yeah. So I thought that was just really, really neat. And kind of going back to that drama with the label. So when all this was happening and they're like getting bigger, their label put out an ad in the newspaper that the sisters weren't aware of. And I don't know if you remember the picture, even from like Dreamboat Annie, where they're just kind of like bare shouldered. And mm-hmm. there's a similar picture. If it's, if it's not the same picture, it's a similar picture, maybe just showing a little bit further down their back and they're back to back. And so it's like kind of a provocative picture. But the label put the ad to say... Like something like, oh, the sisters confess, quote, it was only our first time. Kind of insinuating something like dirtier than they wanted mm-hmm. because it, I think just to like catch people's eye and 
So the sisters were really upset about it. They right. did not like that like tactic at all because it clearly was trying to get a certain kind of attention and they didn't want that. So like relevant that, to today's clickbait. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, oh, that's like a cheap and dirty move. And right. like a journalist asked them about it and, you know, was trying to be cute about it. Like, oh, are you guys like, you know, trying to insinuate something about like lesbian lovers, you know, as sisters, which is mm-hmm. like its own thing. And yeah, they were so like pissed off about it that they went back and wrote Barracuda, which mm-hmm. is another like classic heart song. And oh, man. So going to fan girl here for a minute. So thinking about the way people like how kind of how I said with Magic Man, just like the way they deliver that song is so neat. And then even, you know, how? OK, how do you remember, recall her singing Barracuda? Like it's it's a little different, right? Mm-hmm. Like how do you how do you like kind where of she's like raspy and well that smooth. but even like the way she says the word to me I think is also another thing that like always stuck with like me is that barracuda. like barracuda yeah like kind of like that I mean you said it's so much cooler than I did but that just kind of odd yeah. way of singing it and it it sticks. <laughs> even more and it's like if i was writing songs one that would be incredible two to be able to sing it but three to be able to be like ooh, and then sing it like this and i just think that was a really cool yeah little play on it or i guess not play but just a really cool way to deliver that song so fast forward a few years those two guys and the two sisters after about four years it's over And so one thing that was funny to me, though it's not because it's people's lives, but in that behind the music I was telling you about, the guitarist, Roger Fisher, the one that was like just like pursuing Nancy as soon as he saw her, um, he kind of sets it up in like this just really innocent voice of like, oh, you know, it's just such a shame. It was really just such a tragedy that I had the ability to be to commit infidelity like gosh such a shame when nancy found out and (sighs) not saying sorry not Not taking responsibility i shouldn't have done that yeah it was just very like yeah it was such a shame and i just was like what (laughs) and so when when she's talking about it even she doesn't even sound like mad about it she's just like well well that was you know kind of ran its course kind of thing and then she started So they break up, but she's still living with him. Obviously, they're still touring and everything together. And she starts to develop a big crush on the drummer. And so, yeah. And Roger, which, okay, one, the way he, like, went after her was, like, weird to me. Two, I I mean, maybe not, but just the context of everything else seemed weird. The way he referenced cheating on her. Mm -hmm. And then this last part is he hated the fact that she liked the drummer now, right? So he's talking about like, oh yeah, I just, you know, in the live shows would just be glaring at her and she's like, yeah, you're just like really mad at me the whole time and we're trying to pretend nothing's wrong. Mm -hmm. And so there's one incident um, at a concert where I think they call it like the kabong incident (laughs) where he like out of anger, not to be like the cool rock star guy, but like he was just angry about it where he like smashes a guitar down on stage and then like walks off and that same night i guess in the dressing room after the show he he throws something against the wall which is like really close to nancy's head and so the and 
the lead singer and the older sister also is like, no, we're done. Uh-huh. And so like, you know, run away because they're like, I don't know if he's going to get more violent and all that stuff. And so the band ends up voting him out. So he's out of the band at uh-huh. that point, which makes sense. And he's, again, like one of the original members. Yeah. And then in the years leading after that, or after, in the years after that, they end up pretty much getting rid of all the other members. Michael, the drummer, never reciprocated the feelings with Nancy. Mm. So that never really went anywhere. And so they became an all-new band. And it's just funny because the four guys who started it as Heart aren't even the most recognizable, but also like no longer in the band. And it's like Anne and Nancy's band. Right. You know, and then they get new singers. I mean, I'm sorry, new musicians, which we had talked about, like that happens in so many bands. Yeah. Probably. And they interchanged and like played on different albums. And yeah, you have right. to actually go back and see, like we talked about in the Cinderella episode, how the drummer Fred Curry didn't even play on the uh, night yeah. songs album but he's on the album cover because he joined the band right after they finished recording yeah Just... and so they like i said earlier like they recorded for a long period of time and within 10 years they had over what two four six about eight albums come out And one of them was kind of against their will because of that drama label where the label was just like, you know what? We know you were working on songs, so now we're releasing it kind of against your will. But they, after their first like four albums, which came out like so fast, so fast in a period of three years, which to me sounds insane because I imagine how much work goes into not just writing the song, but all the recording and all that. Well, they're kind of like not making hits anymore and just kind of in the, you know, they're releasing music. Nothing's really catching. And then in 1985, they released the album Heart. So a self-titled album. And that one becomes like massive, like huge, huge, huge. And has some of their biggest songs, which we'll talk about in a little while. And so that kind of like reignited them like 10 years later from when they released their first album. So they definitely had longevity. Like they yeah. definitely were, you know, bringing the hits in 1975 and then starting again in 1985. They just, they were on again. That's crazy. And I know. And after that, they had a quite a bit more albums still. They still had six albums after that. And that's not counting. They had Christmas albums like a lot of bands do. And mm-hmm. they had a greatest hits type of album. So they even included all of those. So, yeah, to me, they're some of their biggest songs. And I'm I'm sure they're just like the most popular songs. And I want to know like your opinion, like which yeah. ones do you think are your favorite? So Alone mm. is a good one. Barracuda, Crazy on You, Magic Man, These Dreams, All I Want to Do is Make Love to You, Never, What About Love. And then this one, I completely forgot. It's not a heart song, mm-hmm. but Ann Wilson does sing on it from the movie Footloose, Almost Paradise. Oh. Do you remember that song? I com- I didn't even make that connection. Like I knew Ann Wilson sang on it, but I didn't. I was like, oh, duh. Oh. This is her. And I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to sing it because nobody wants to hear that no, voice. No, please sing it. It's in my head. No. <laughs> unless we have auto-tune i'm not yeah. <laughs> i don't have that uh that function on my 
editing software. <laughs> um, yeah, every time I think of heart, I actually think of, so in high school, um, we put on a Battle of the Bands, like our junior and senior year, and there was a band, I want to say it was our senior year, maybe, um, that played, it was an all-girl band, and there were actually twin sisters in the band. Do you remember this? Um, yeah, that had to be junior year because they were a year older than us. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, yeah. So it had to have been our junior year. Um, so they actually played Crazy on You. And yeah. um, I remember I was like really impressed with their yeah, rendition the of it. Solo. Yeah, yeah. They started with the guitar solo. Like I was super impressed with them. Um, I think they ended yeah. up getting like second place or something. So they did pretty good. And also to clarify, you said we, I did not help plan that. I was like your friend, of course, but that was Andrea. Andrea was like the manager of that. And she, that was awesome. That was like a really cool, like she did, it was for the whole school. Bands were like preparing for it. She had to organize this whole like evening event for, I mean, our high school was massive also. Yeah. Like that was the only high school in that big hill country area for a long time so this was no small feat that she did and she (laughs) had it was really cool because I remember the shirts I wish I still had it she even had people like kind of compete to be the ones to create the shirt like other students and man there were some like really cool ones I remember the the ones that were chosen and that was cool yeah a few years ago like I have it all up in my attic still like all the artwork from the entries and it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, some of them, like, most of them were pretty good. There were some where, like, people were drawing, like, anime characters, like, rock band. <laughs> I was like, I mean, this is cool, but maybe not for the shirts we're looking for. We had to keep it yeah. more simple than that. But, yeah, I appreciate you saying that. No, I think, I mean, you guys were there with me through the whole thing. Y'all helped probably more than you know. Yeah, we were, like, the so, groupies to Andrea's rock star. So, yeah. So after they released this huge album, Heart, in 1985, their label and just kind of like all the people around them are like, ooh, we're doing makeovers. And so they went like fully for that like done up huge hair, like the classic (laughs) 80s look. Yes. But there was, I mean, they're like really made over and they didn't care for that. Like they went with it for that album, but then they were like, "Mm, this isn't us. Not and us. yeah, during that time is when um, Ann Wilson had gained weight. And of course, being like a woman in that industry, especially at that time, that was like where all the reviews went. All mm. the reviews were talking about this isn't healthy. She doesn't look so good. And, you know, never about the quality of the music, although radio wise and sales wise, it was working clearly. But it just caused a lot of problems because then she got like anxiety and stage fright and it just she was already into some drugs at that point. But it just I mean, nobody wants to hear that ever. And I can't imagine if, you know, going into the performance, there's going to be people with that like fresh on their mind or ready to. Yeah. Ready to mention. So. um, So, yeah, that kind of affected like their later work. And that had a lot to do with that makeover is. Even some of the music videos is like they're either covering her up or having Ann Wilson be like a lesser part because she's heavier. And, and you don't yeah, see that like, happen in this genre with men. 
Right. And as and especially so in rock, they were really one of the first like women to do this well. Yeah, they were leading at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't know, that's just kind of crazy and you know, it I'm sh- in different ways it happens today and it gets called out now more often right. than it did then. Back then it was just like, well, there's a lot yeah there's a lot more body positivity today like this is who i am accept it and like you know i'm making good music so judge me on that not my appearance which is how it should be (laughs) yeah so after that they made a few more albums didn't quite get as big as that 1985 one that was kind of like their biggest but they still had some hits on like the later albums and then they kind of after after like the 90s, they kind of would stop and start being a band again and like take a hiatus and what they each kind of went solo for a little while and come back to heart and do tours and here and there. And Nancy went on to for a little while. She married the director Cameron Crowe, who was who directed Jerry Maguire. Ah. And she ended up doing the score for several movies, which I didn't know that. So she did the score for Almost Famous, Vanilla Sky, Jerry Maguire, and a movie called Singles. I have not seen Singles, so... And I want to say Cameron Crowe directed that one also. But they're divorced now, regardless. Um, and then, yeah, in 2011, they co-headlined with Def Leppard, which I thought would be particularly interesting to us for... Yes. Yeah, just we're fans of both. And then one thing I thought was cool, especially because of our podcast name, Rock Out, Ramble On... Um, is where you know the idea is in 2012 they performed at the kennedy center honors for led zeppelin because led zeppelin was being honored and that award is kind of given to like people who are important to american culture and granted robert plant is an american but still he or like that band was like it's so huge everywhere and also in america and robert plant asked them of all the people, of all the rockers that are still alive, mm-hmm. he asked them to cover Stairway to Heaven. Oh. And I, you have to hear their version. It's just like so good. It's like, mm, it's just really good. And I want to say there was like a um, an article saying like he was like brought to tears by oh, it. Like, wow. and, and imagine Stairway to Heaven. Like yeah. that song has to be one of the most covered songs. Mm-hmm. And for a performance of that song, to move him that much still when I'm sure he hears it everywhere. Like, I just thought that was really neat and a big deal. That's and awesome. Then, I'm going to have to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's it's definitely worth listening. And I, I want to say it was on one of their little greatest hits um, albums, too, is like once they saw that was, you know, doing well. Yeah. Or like, you know, big hit. And in 2013, they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And nice. the six original band members, so those four guys plus Anna and Nancy Wilson, all were the ones yeah. inducted. So, yeah, it's interesting. Induced. It's interesting how that, <laughs> how whenever you get <laughs> inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it's not just the current members of the band; it's like everybody right. who brought it to where it is, helped form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and so where they are now is they are both alive and well as of now. And have families, yes. And um, I say both because they're the they were the most constant band members, but there are mm-hmm. members who've come and gone. And for my one hit wonder, yay! I chose 
My Sharona by The Next. Ah. So I, I don't know. I think that's such a cool song, a classic song. I didn't know the band name was called The Next. I just know that song. And it's just like sounds cool to sing. And I feel like you kind of have to have an attitude when you sing, especially the verses is like, I don't know. You can't just say it normally when you're singing that yeah. song. And yeah, I feel like it's been played on like it. Maybe I'm making it up, like, but is there a Corona commercial where they redo that song? Or am I just making that up? Like, uh, my, my, They probably my did. Okay. I'm sure if there's not, plenty then... of, like, YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's plenty of, like, YouTube videos that have done it for COVID. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I just was thinking of the beer. Yeah. Which, all all I, I can think of now whenever years. I hear, like, yeah. Corona or Delta, it's like, taking down all these brands. <laughs> Delta. <laughs> That's true, Delta. Yeah. Okay, cool. so thank you guys for listening. And until next time, rock out and ramble on. Bye. Bye.